Before we get to it, make sure you follow us wherever you get your audio podcast. Just search FFSN, that's Rather Cavalier. Give us a five-star rating on Apple and Spotify. Also, check out our cast shorts on the Noidals YouTube channel. Now let's get to it. everybody it is time for another episode of that's rather cavaliers and my name is really for all of the new listeners that's tuning in to us talk about our wonderful cleveland cavaliers i just wanted to give you a warm welcome you get what i'm saying and for everybody that has been here for a little bit i need you to do me a favor and we're gonna get the new people that's listening in hip to the game right we're gonna get them hip and i need you to do this right i need you to go to wherever you're listening to this podcast because we're on spotify apple Podcasts, or on our heart radio we're on a lot of different selections for podcasts but i need you to do me a favor i need you to hit that share button and i need you to share it to a new listener because we need your help to grow and with your help we know that we can get people some amazing Cleveland Cavalier content, man. And for starters, you know, it's been a little bit of, well, not really. It hasn't really been a while. We, we've talked about the Cavs, but I'm going to make this more and more consistent. I'm going to discipline myself because we have to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? But today, I want to talk about our Cavs. You know, hint, hint, that's rather Cavaliers. But I really want to talk about the Cavs because... Week two, we've learned a lot about our Cavs, right? We face some injuries. We face some players not playing week two. You know, we face some different rotations. We face some different lineups. We face some different challenges. But what I will say with the Cleveland Cavaliers, they have impressed me thus far. They have showed us that they are hungry and that they are committed to get to it. You feel me now? Grant you, this podcast right here is before we play the Indiana Pacers, and this is going to be another telling sign to see how the Cleveland Cavaliers is willing to fight for what's right. You know what I'm saying? Now, we beat the Knicks, which was good. You know, we, we had a gritty game. I kind of expected the Cavs to bounce back from the game before where we did lose to the New York Knicks. Um, it was 109 to 91. The game we won, it was 95 to 89. It was slow pace, a lot of defense, a lot of sh- shots missed. And JB Bickerstaff was running some rotations, right? He was running Imani Bates. He was giving a lot of young guys that normally wouldn't get tick, tick that these couple games, right? And this is entertaining, mainly because it was a lot of players that wasn't playing because of injuries. They was, you know, monitoring minutes. But I will say, I am impressed with the small sample size that we got from Porter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do think Porter is going to be something that we, or a player that we really use down the line. And then another player that, even though the stats does not say it, I do like Amani Bates. Now, we didn't see much of him um, the most recent game against the New York Knicks, but the game before, we was able to see Amani Bates hit a three. Um, we was able to see Amani Bates stay aggressive, which is, and this is something that we need to see from him because we got to keep him developing. Now, 
Um, it's some other players that I'm starting to kind of understand, like Max Drews. I know he had a little bit of a rough game. But honestly, I'm going to give him a complete season before I really start attacking him unless he does do something really nasty. You get what I'm saying? But I do think for what is worth, when we look at our Cleveland Cavaliers, we understand what we bought ourselves into. We, we, we understand that, right? Like, we understand that right now the Cleveland Cavaliers is listening to us. Like, let's be real. Like, if we're going to be sincere, the Cleveland Cavaliers have been listening to their fan base. They decided... They will try some new lineups. They will try to get up and down the floor. They will try to shoot more threes. And they will try to not necessarily stop playing defense all the way, but they're going to digress a little bit to give their players more freedom offensively because the Cleveland Cavaliers has historically been known to have moments where we're sluggish on offense. Now, is that still a problem? Absolutely. But I do think as our players get a little bit more confident, we're going to see that offense improve, and when that season gets to kicking and ramping in, we're going to see it. Like, I'm going to be honest again. Karis LeVert is somebody that on the stat sheet, you know, for all of the games so far that he's played, maybe it doesn't tell the full story, but from the games I'm watching, from all the games I've watched thus far, I'm liking the aggressiveness aggressiveness of Karis LeVert. I do like what I'm seeing. Um I, I like what I'm seeing from Evan Mobley. Yes, we want him to take another gear, which I do think he's going to do progressively throughout the season. Um, Isaac Okoro, I mean, he's still got a long way to go before we really say um, he truly improved. Like, I mean, I guess technically he's improved, but not enough to where we're going to pay him. And I think that's the discrepancy with the Isaac Okoro. I love Isaac Okoro. I would like to keep him, but it depends on the price tag. Now, Niang, Niang, I'm still on the fence about, I know, I, hyper, you know, I'm, I'm just a hypocrite, you know what I mean, I just said I'm not gonna judge him, I'm not truly gonna judge him how a lot of y'all know how I did Colin Sexton, and a lot of that just had to do because it was just, I was really, really locking into those games, and I was <laughs> going to a couple of games, and it was just like, I just seen something in Colin Sexton, you know what I mean, that that wasn't a trait that I believed what the team we had was a necessity. You know what I mean? And I think it's a difference. Like, when you're actually watching the game on TV versus actually going to the game, I think you see a different flavor of players. You know what I mean? Like, which is why I am going to um, go to some Cavs games. Of course, I have to, um, especially when they go out there and play Detroit. I'm so close to that, so I have to see that game. But it's like, I need to see some of these players in person. Now, Don, you know, transition, transition, transition. Donovan Mitchell is a fantastic player. Um, we kind of knew he was going to be that. He's not a player I think I really have to eye test, but, you know, you can never be too sure, right? Because when you look at Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell honestly is playing for a whole nother agenda. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of people might say, you know, what are you talking about, dude? Like, what you mean he's playing for a whole nother agenda? Donovan Mitchell right now is playing for the respect of saying, hey, um, I'm trying to contend. You know what I mean? Like, Donovan Mitchell is not playing just to play right now. He's playing to really make a statement. He's playing to really make a name. He's playing to run a championship, and he's playing to show the New York Knicks. Honestly, if we're going to keep it a buck a buck, 
Donovan Mitchell may very well leave Cleveland. Now, we we don't know this 100% sure, right? It's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of stuff that's getting thrown in the air. Could be his agent. Could be the Knicks. Could be a lot of stuff. But when you look at what the common theme is, Donovan Mitchell is showing the league, hey, if you ain't, ain't going to give me a serious contender, I'm going to find my own contender. And to be honest, I can't blame him with how players is moving, how players is stacking the deck, how players is really starting to create an atmosphere on teams where like you have to make some happen. If your team is not going to make that happen, you've got to do what you got to do. So it's a situation where I can't really blame, blame bro. And he's kind of voiced that a little bit, not out his mouth, because he is a very smart player. He's not going to get caught up like a James Harden. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was rumors like that before he got traded from Utah where he was like, hey, I'm trying to go home. You know what I mean? Not not saying it could be the New York. It could possibly be the Brooklyn Nets. You know, like it's like rumored that he just wants to go home. But I think the Cleveland Cavaliers this season, this is probably going to be one of the most important season thus far. Right. It's different now because we made the playoff for the first time ever without LeBron James. Right. We have a young core that we can legitimately say could contend to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, we have two juggernauts right now in the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. That may be a huge obstacle to the Cleveland Cavaliers. But I do believe the Cleveland Cavaliers is a team that could contend for one of those spots. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. Especially if we're going to do the magical assumption that everybody's healthy in the Eastern Conference, right? Because this is a whole another algorithm to another mathematician or another, uh, let's say, you know what? We're just going to say math problem. Another, another letter to the equation. Another letter to the equation that's factoring into what impacts it has. But if we're going to say, all right, we're going to delete the variable. Delete the variable and say, hey, the Cleveland Cavaliers is going into the playoff healthy against other healthy teams. Do we see ourselves contending? I do think Milwaukee is scary. I do think Boston is scary. But I do believe we beat teams like the Miami Heat. I do think we beat the Indiana Pacers if they get in. We beat teams like the... Um, the Wizards, we beat teams like the Magics. I do think there's a lot of teams in the Eastern Conference that we do beat. I think we do beat the Brooklyn Nets. Now, the only teams that's scary is, like I said, Milwaukee, Boston, and potentially the New York Knicks, depending on if we figured out who is going to give us a shot of adrenaline. And I think this is something that Kobe Altman is going to have to answer. J.B. Bickerstaff is going to have to answer. And it is something we know as Cleveland fans that we have not figured out. We haven't figured it out. And I, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of moving parts in the league right now. It's a little hot, right? The, the streets is hot. You know, everybody that's keeping their ear to the street, we know how it's feeling right now. James Harden's moved. Dane moved, a, you know, a couple weeks ago. You know, well, more than a couple weeks ago. But you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying, though. It's a lot of pieces right now that's getting moved. You got Zach Levine that's potentially on the cutting board. DeMar DeRozan might be on the move. You know, you don't know right now. It's a lot of parts that's on the move that could be shooken up. They're saying the Clippers might not be done. They're saying the Sixers might not be done. What do you do with Terrence Mann on the Clippers? You know, it's a lot of different moving parts that impacts the trajectory of the of the Cleveland Cavaliers, even if 
they're not in our conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers right now is in a situation where we have to be diligent. We have to be diligent because every move matters now. Before, it was more so just, all right, we're going to try really, really hard, and whatever happens, happens, but we're going to be proud of our Cleveland Cavaliers. Not saying we're not going to be proud of our Cleveland Cavaliers, but it's different now. The Cleveland Cavaliers has an opportunity, a legitimate opportunity to do something they haven't done since having LeBron James, right? And not to say the East is wide open, but to be honest, it really is wide open when you really look at the bottom half of the Eastern Conference. Yes, the Eastern Conference is a bunch of dogs, but it's only two like really like ah type of teams versus the West is starting to slowly but surely get back to the original Western Conference we've known this past decade. The Eastern Conference is going to be something we can challenge, and we're younger than a lot of these teams. Like now, maybe not Boston, but Milwaukee, they're only getting older. Boston might be, their prime might hit the same time Cleveland is really starting to say, all right, we're a team here. But Everybody in the East, like, come on, like, Philly's done. They're chalked. You know, they might they might make a move. They might get be, uh, get back as contenders. But I think the Cleveland Cavaliers, no matter what they get out there in Philly, I think we can challenge the Sixers. I think we can challenge the Heat. I think they're really chalked. I think it's over. I think it's done. They wasn't able to get Bill. They wasn't able to get Dame. I, I mean, what else is there to get if you're the Miami Heat that makes you contenders? I think it's over. Tyler Hero, I mean, he can be a star, maybe. Bam Bam, I mean, he's a good player, but I think his ceiling is set in stone. Jimmy Butler is a dog, but, I mean, it's just so much Jimmy Butler can truly do until he's, he's tired. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers truly has a chance to do something that we know they're capable of doing. It's just a matter of how the Cleveland Cavaliers, starting today, starting this week, is going to look at this and say, hey, this is what we're going to put in peace. This is what we're going to get to moving. This is what we're going to get to talking. This is how we're going to challenge other teams and get better. The Cavaliers roster still needs work. Let's be honest. As a Cavs fan, it still needs work. We still got to get some more death pieces. Maybe we look for a blockbuster trade. I don't know. Let's see what's out there. We don't got to rush. But the Cleveland Cavaliers right now, yes, we're happy to be in the playoffs. But we cannot mess up an opportunity like this because right now, it's not many times you get a team of Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert, Max Drews, you know what I mean? Like, it's not – like, even though these players are something you can potentially draft elsewhere, but not on the same team, not with a market like the Cleveland Cavaliers. We have to jump on it now, or we might very well start losing these players slowly but surely. We have to be diligent. But I do believe the Cleveland Cavaliers is going to make the right moves. I hope they make the right moves. Kobe Allman has to make the right decision. But 
If you like today's content, I need you to do me a favor for all the listeners. I need everybody that's tuning in, that's tuned in. First, I want to thank you. But I need you to do me a favor. I need you to hit that share button and share it to somebody who is not familiar with our content because we are trying to make sure all people, all people that need some amazing Cleveland Cavaliers content is filled. That void is filled with that's rather Cavaliers. And I would like to thank you again for tuning in, listening to me, Riley Hall, and I see you on the next episode of that's rather Cavaliers. Oh, no, 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 no.